It's Monday, and you're with Bob McAvoy, right here on the Semper Reformata podcast. Well, good morning. Good morning. It's Monday morning. It's the 4th of April, 2022. And this is Bob McAvoy with the regular Monday prayer cast here on the Semper Reformata podcast. It's our weekly news and prayer update. So we're going to begin this week with some trivia and go to the Oscars. And what has that got to do with Northern Ireland, I hear you ask? Well, the tenuous link is that a movie called Belfast with Kenneth Branagh has actually won something. But that was greatly overshadowed when an actor called Will Smith publicly slapped the MC for insulting Mr. Smith's wife. Now, I've never watched a film with Will Smith in it. Frankly, I've never even heard of him. The big debate, though, the following day was whether the slap was for real or was just a stunt. After all, these people are actors, and I'm sure they have faked a fight scene before. If it was a stunt, it certainly succeeded for the publicity value from that slap and the foul-mouth exchange that followed got Smith worldwide publicity. But I wonder, I wonder is it just a coincidence that the joke was about Smith's wife's her loss, her alopecia, just at the time when Pfizer is about to release an alopecia drug and Pfizer sponsors the Oscars. No, surely not. Anyway, I agree with a tweet that was put out by the well-known Ulster Scots folk musician Willie Drennan. Willie tweeted, I'm disturbed about how many folk on here are still tweeting about some boy slapping some other boy on TV a few nights ago. Especially as I don't know who the pair of boys are, and I couldn't care less who Oscar is either. Well, your willies no rang. Okay, let's get serious and go to Ukraine. I've heard word through Release International that in Mariupol in Ukraine, Russian soldiers have arrested the pastor of the Light of the World Evangelical Church in that city, Pastor Alexander Glushko. He was arrested at his own home. He's been taken to a prison near Donetsk. Pastor Glushko's family has been offered no information. His wife has been told she has no right whatsoever to visit her husband in prison. Now, the report confirms that a hunt for pastors of evangelical churches has now begun in the city of Mariupol and its surrounding countryside. The Russians in the past have persecuted evangelical Christians in Ukraine. They accuse them of being Western collaborators and spies. Alec Thompson, who is a Bible translator living in Holland, reports this on his Eastern Approaches Telegram channel, and he adds, Please pray for the well-being and the safety of this pastor and for his release. Pray also for his wife and family at this time and pray for God's merciful protection of evangelical pastors in Ukraine, especially those in territories of Ukraine previously occupied by pro-Russian groups. And pray for evangelical Christians in Ukraine. Pray that the Lord will sustain them in their faith and witness amid this current conflict. I'm not backing the Ukrainian government in this war, and I'm not backing Russia. 
and I'm certainly not backing NATO or the USA. I'll tell you who I'm backing. I'm backing the men and women who are suffering, the men and women who are fleeing, the Christian church in Ukraine, the many evangelical believers who have risen to the challenge of this, who are on the ground helping those in need, who are providing food and shelter and medicine to the people who are fleeing from wrecked homes and lost loved ones and ruined businesses, to the women and children who are sheltering in cold church buildings without heating, to the ordinary people who live in Ukraine who are being used as pawns in a conflict between world superpowers. The war rages. It's the people of Ukraine who are in the middle, the ordinary people, the common man and woman, the decent, hard-working citizens who are suffering. Let's move on to abortion. And last week, I reported on the passing of the Abortion Services Safe Access Bill through its final stages in the Assembly of the Wicked at Stormont. The pro-life organisation Precious Life are intending to take legal action in an attempt to get this law overturned on the grounds that it denies people their fundamental human rights to freedom of assembly and freedom of expression, both of those rights protected under Articles 10 and 11 of the Human Rights Act. It also breaks one of the key principles of the Good Friday Agreement, says Precious Life. That is, to uphold the right to expression of religion. Precious Life are vowing to challenge the new law through the local courts, through the High Court, through the Supreme Court, and if need be, right up to the European Court of Human Rights. And I'm told other organisations may also be considering legal challenges. Going on to LGBT issues and at Westminster. On Thursday the 31st of March, GB News was reporting that Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, had abandoned plans to introduce the so-called gay conversion therapy ban law. That's legislation that would have criminalised anyone witnessing to homosexuals or even offering to pray with them. But Johnson is no friend of truth. He has proven in the past that you can't believe a single word he says. By Friday evening, the Christian Institute was reporting that the decision had been reversed and that the legislation would indeed proceed. The LGBT plus lobby is a very powerful voice in modern society. They were never going to let this go. On the Christian Institute's website, Simon Calvert said, the move to abandon legislation on conversion therapy was well considered and that the government's swift U-turn is a very poor decision. Staying with that subject, please watch what your children are watching. Disney have had a conference among their executives, a Zoom conference called Reimagine Tomorrow, an in-company video call which has been leaked. And it shows many of their high-ranking employees talking about their plans for Disney's gay agenda, including plans to have at least half of the characters in Disney films in some form or another belonging to a racial or a sexual minority. This sexual agenda is being pushed upon our children. Be careful what they watch. Make sure that their internet and television intake is being carefully monitored. Take your parenting seriously. 
These are our covenant children. Sit with them and explain to them the Christian worldview. Use the scriptures to teach them the law of God and to give them clear Christian ethical guidelines. Pray for our younger generation. Well, across the United States of America, a new movement seems to be taking root. The latest manifestation of the Malthusian cult is the so-called Stop Having Children movement. They're based originally in Portland and they gained their first publicity through a series of donor-sponsored billboards in the city. But the movement is rapidly spreading across the states. This group is opposed to all human reproduction and their website claims that choosing not to have children is how you show that you really care for others. They're calling for the normalising and the destigmatizing of sterilisation and abortion and chapters of this organisation are forming right throughout America. This Malthusian cult are evangelistic in their outreach. They work across the states to spread their message. On Twitter, one of their followers claimed that children are horrible things and a virus and bacteria-consuming resources. Now, shockingly, this group actually conducts open-air meetings and they call them street outreaches and they promote the message of normalised antinatalism and Parenthood regret is a silent epidemic, quotes. Their street outreach aims to talk to as many people as possible about being child-free, talking about regretting that their parents ever had them, wishing they were never born. What a terrible message. I mean, if that's not a satanic work, what actually is? And by the way, you can go and shop in their online store. You can Buy some Stop Having Kids merchandise. Their website proclaims in bold letters that a portion of all their sales will support an organisation helping humans and or other animals. Well, there you are. No sign of the Imago Deo there. And this, of course, is directly opposite to the Christian message. To the biblical teaching that children are a gift from God, that they are a blessing to be received. And it's also contrary to the simple fact that most of the world's countries are now below population replacement rate, meaning the human population is declining, not growing. Watch out though. What begins in the USA ends up here, eventually. Well, today's Grace Gem comes from Arthur Pink, and he's writing about laughter. And I think it's appropriate in the light of what we heard from the Oscars. These very wealthy, entitled, self-entitled people sitting, clapping each other in the back and awarding each other little praises. Pink says there is a natural laughter which is innocent and harmless. There is a spiritual laughter which is God-pleasing and beneficial. There is a carnal laughter which is sinful and injurious. In Luke 6 and 25, Jesus said, Woe unto you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. The laughter that Christ denounced here was a state of heart which lived only for the present and had no serious concern for the future. Just about sums up the Oscars 
in the whole Hollywood culture. You can find more inspirational quotes like that on gracegems.org. Well, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, you've made us to share in the inheritance of saints in the light. You've rescued us from the dominion of darkness. You've brought us into the kingdom of your beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Lord, help us to make it our ambition to please you, whether we're at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before your judgment seat, that each one of us may receive what is due for the things that we have done while in this body, whether good or bad. So help us, Almighty God. Amen. Well, that's all for now. Links for these stories are on the website, semperreformata.com, and there's a link to that website in the episode notes. So don't give up. Lift up your head. Don't be discouraged. Keep watching. Keep praying. Keep believing in our sovereign Lord who overrules everything in the universe. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please help to make it better known by opening the podcast app on your phone or mobile device. Then, search for The Semper Reformata Podcast. Subscribe and give it a 5-star rating. See you next time.